0: Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right, welcome everyone. We have Mr. Daniel Cates, aka Jungleman, aka a ton of different stuff. He's a man of many nicknames. He is in the flesh today. Dan, how are you? I'm, um um i'm i'm uh pretty good what else to say it's 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 one of those situations right the world's a little bit on its head it's kind of a bizarre time how is uh you know before i see you've written a blog recently you're getting you know you, you've you been doing some spiritual things as well we want to cover but how is this COVID 19 affected your day to day i mean does it change much for you or, or what's what's your situation in the moment
1: uh well a couple things. So, firstly, it did thwart a lot of my plans. I was planning uh, to return to the U.S. and do various things that involved meeting people. But uh, you know, as a as of recently, meeting people has been one of those things that have been unusually barred. You know, didn't see that coming. So, um, but on the other hand, one of the other another unusual thing happened was that now uh because meeting people is banned. guess what in live poker you've got to meet people to play yes so where do they go online they, and yeah. that's my realm that's that's where that that's where i have the power
0: that's where and, right. uh, this is sort of yeah. into your, your uh into your a, whole plan i mean not I totally plan this well yeah hopefully not but that, but with that being said yeah it's the time for online poker for apps give us a little bit of a Give us a little idea of what your day looks like right now. Are you playing more poker than than before, or is it almost like no different, or do you actually notice a big boom in terms of game quality and, and, and games going on? Uh, there's been quite a boom,
1: I would say. I'm playing more for sure lately, although it's been changing pretty fast. It seems like online po- poker, little booms become more and more efficient, faster and faster these days, which is not a good sign. Meaning that uh, the, you know, the VIPs, they dry up and don't have money. Uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff, to be honest, just like lots of random stuff. Like, excuse me, um, what just happened? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, other stuff. My, uh, just, uh, that's my Instagram. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of spiritual stuff, a lot of meditation, some um, Kriya yoga in particular, which is the yoga having to do with breathing. You don't need to move around too much for that. Uh, what else have I been doing? I've been doing... Uh, yeah, I wrote the blog, that takes quite some time. It requires a little research sometimes too. Uh, what else have I been doing? Uh, I, doing like a practical philosophy class, which takes quite some time too. And that's to help a little bit with the writing. What else have I been doing? I've been doing so many random things. I started doing
0: account, ju- accounting journaling. Huh? What, what What sparked you to write a blog? I just posted in the chat here. What, what, what is, uh, have you done? I think you've said you've done one before and it, it sort of died. Like you were kind of getting into one in the past and then now you kind of, you got, got spurred to spark to do it. What, what, what caused this to, to get back into this?
1: Okay. So it's a couple of things. I was thinking of writing one for some time. So there's that. And then it was like part of, of a second, like a larger goal, which is to be a better communicator. Um slash to be more creative, and that kind of helps in that department. So there's those things. Um the one thing I'm not lacking is topics. I've got a lot of topics. Okay. Um, and it's more like how do I make this thing flow a little bit, get people to like it, and this kind of thing. And this is a different kind of thinking than poker a little bit. But um, you know, I go through my my analysis of why I think uh, starting a blog is a decent idea. Uh, to form it in in the the form of like a gamble where I kind of just like estimate the positive and uh, positive and negative downsides to things and maybe introduce people to some, some kind of analytical thinking to gambling. That's not like, it's not totally related to how do I say it? It's it's related to poker, but not directly related. Um, I just think it's it's a little bit of an experiment too to be honest, I don't think
0: there's much downside basically, even though, um, but you are, you're, you're an influencer jungle. You got you, people want to, they listen to you, they respect you. So now I, I agree with what you're saying. There's not really a downside to it. You're allowed to share your opinion and voice kind of ideas. Right. But like people definitely kind of gravitate towards you. I think it's fair. You're sort you're within the poker world in particular, People really know you respect you. You're one of the biggest online uh, tournament or no, I'm sorry, uh, cash game winners ever. So, I mean, people do look after you, right? They look, they look t- towards you. Like when you speak, there's people listening. So, you know, there is a, there is something there jungle, I'm not saying it's, you know, people, are, people want to hear what you have to say. So, yeah. Yeah. well, it's cool that you take time. How long does a blog take to write? To, how long would you say you spent on this particular piece? Uh, The first one,
1: uh, this one, I actually didn't spend that long on maybe a few hours, but the other one took me a bit um, for a few reasons. I kept editing it and changing how what I was going to write and whatever. And this one, I realized, oh, shit, this is going to be really long if I just keep writing. So I just said, I'm just going to cut it short here um, and close it. Write something. That's interesting up here.
0: It says four minute read. What is that? Just based on how many words they estimate how long this should take you to read at the top. I've never seen something say that. Or did you put? It
1: I don't hard? know, but uh, I don't know what that means because I don't think it takes four minutes to read this. But uh, yeah, it just seemed like a wall of text. Maybe I should throw in some. I'm thinking to throw in some more pictures. People love pictures. I love pictures. If I love pictures, well, I'm not like a huge reader, but you know, I read quite a bit and just some pictures you can just everything's just easier with pictures
0: it's true it's, a, it's, it's a video whatever exactly it's speaking of that instagram i see you showing off for showing down staring down if you will with with annie milanakis you know, you're traveling the world you give people videos is it is it fair to say you prefer instagram to other social outlets like twitter is that your is that where can people go if they want to stay in touch with the jungle are you are you uh are you mo- mostly instagram or where's the best way they can stay with you
1: um well define staying with me because i barely post on instagram i might post more in the future but i want to have like i want to do it in sort of a smart way and like I, I don't know i'm like really pretentious about these kinds of things uh more than it seems because i think my instagram is kind of um there's room for improvement let's put it that way uh but uh, I I do tweet. I don't have much social media presence because I don't care that much, frankly. Mm-hmm. And what was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, they can message me on Instagram. That that could. I mean, maybe I'll respond, and uh, I might post more in the future. I might throw some stories up there, and you know, you never. Uh, it's a possibility. You just don't know, right?
0: You don't know. But okay, so in the, in the- not even I know. You well, huh? that's hard to know. If you don't know, then I don't know who's going to know. What is? What do you? What would you say though? Out of like COVID nineteen, you know, maybe just being ground, being, you know, for you playing online, it doesn't change so so much potentially. But are you getting more done? Do You feel more focused? Is you? Do you have a better routine? Are you uh, like? What would you say is um, benefit <laughs> sort of plus this, such not so good.
1: That's a good question. Pluses of COVID-19. Well, for me, I would say that for some reason, online poker picked back up again and people decided, you know, gambler's going to gamble. There's no, there's no doubting that. Um, Gambler's going to gamble and they they had to find an outlet and guess what? It's online. So that's the biggest plus for me. As far as not related to poker, um, I've got a lot of free time. They kind of, uh, I've been trying to fill it with largely uh proactive things but you know it's pretty hard to be proactive 100 percent of the time um so I'm, i've got a balance going on some kind of you know balance is good
0: you have, a, you, have a, you you've sort of figured out your the, the time uh problem here and how you're doing it talk to us a little bit about the gal fun challenge this is obviously you know you mentioned a nickname before the stream you said you were going to save something to me. About it. What is the, uh, what is the, challenge the challenge
1: of first of all, first of all, he's now Mr. Fucking Falcons. At least to, to me, he's Mr. Falcons. Don't let him deceive you. He's very deceptive. Very deceptive.
0: They elaborate. What does Falcons mean? What does this mean to you? Why is he called Mr. Falcons? Well, first of all, Mr. Falcons,
1: the name came. It was a matter of destiny. So one day in the high stakes private chat, somehow a typo resulted from some kind of butterfly effect, freak accident or whatever, and called him Mr. Falcons. And the name just stuck. But if you think about it, that's the perfect name for him. Because he's just soaring high above the poker world uh, with his perfect, which is seemingly perfect, Character and niceness and doing big things and all this stuff—he's like a falcon of the poker world. Um,
0: And so, that's a high praise name.
1: But but not all falcons. There's no falcon that doesn't have the dark side, and uh, I'm—that's where I come in.
0: And you you seem to have a. A fiction affection if you will with owls could you explain a little bit about this uh is that is i think they did a poker central question about favorite animal i i was talking to remco the other day he didn't give me give it away but i know we have talked before and i know you, you have a, a draw towards owls is that your favorite animal what what is the deal with owls
1: well have you ever uh have you ever seen an owl in real life let's start there
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Somewhere along the along the, the journey. I've seen mm-hmm. Okay, well what was I gonna say? I just get so excited when I think about owls.
0: I was thinking about I know it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's one of those um, words
1: for you. Well it's 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 tricky because like it, I, I I feel like a rush of emotion and it's hard to like control myself and find the perfect words. But Take your time. We're here. Okay, so first of all, look at them. That should be enough of a reason. But secondly, owls are kind of representative as like something like, like wisdom. When you think of an owl, like probably owls have been associated with wise quotes and that kind of thing. And you know, wisdom's pretty good for poker. So there's that. So if you, if you feel an affinity towards owls, you might feel an affinity towards wisdom. Which can be very useful for learning, Um, and also uh, one very important aspect of the owl is that it preys. It's one of the only natural predators of falcons. Um, Bet you didn't know that. And uh, yes, so guess what? I'm I'm fucking Mr. Falcon's natural predator. Excuse me, not I'm his. uh, I'm his. What's the word? Um,
0: oh, oh, he better, be careful. That's
1: what you're he better fucking be careful I, I mean I'm, I just feel like I have to tell him just because like, he, he's not ready for what I'm going to do to him so, he just doesn't understand I want him to be a little bit ready because I want a fucking fight because if he's not ready at all I'm going to fucking tear him apart and <laughs> just never fly again
0: have you been? Have you been doing some studying? Have you watched any of Benavidi? Not that you need to reveal your your strategy because this is intense, right? This is like two legends of the online poker, and this is exciting. Like, listen, Bill Perkins. You know, we all love Bill um, Benavidez, legend and, and one of the, the current high stakes crushers. That was you can't really script a better story than what happened there. But Jungleman Galfon, like that's a pay per view ticket. That's something that people should set their calendars. They're gonna watch. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, you know, Jeff yeah um uh, go on go, go ahead that's, and finish i'm saying I'm, i can't wait like all those matches are fun and i'll tune in but like i don't want to miss a hand i don't want to see the highlight video i want to watch this live that's what i'm trying to say this is like they should charge for this honestly i, I mean it, i know you, you guys are going to put it up and it's whatever but it's just saying this is like this is must see streaming um, so go, i'm just getting excited uh a little bit that you know, uh, big reveal jungle can you tell them where some of this is going to be viewed can you explain what we're what's going on or i mean i'd rather give a little teaser than just than just drop it in i mean i, I you know what what's where is this good, where are you going to put some of this well uh, first of all i want to say something
1: i hope it's going to be free so that mr when mr when i take mr falcons down uh the whole world can see first of all i just want to say that Okay. Uh, I don't want there to be any charge of money. I don't want to make any money from of the, the streaming. Uh, this isn't about the money for me. This is about, this is about the glory and justice. Right. Um, and let me ask you something, Jeff. Yeah. Where let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you really think, <laughs> put it out there. <laughs> like it's, out. it's so crazy that people even think this is what happened. Um, that they that they think that it wasn't set up from the beginning. That's what's what's making
0: me laugh. Well, with, uh, let me let me just get my shit together for a second. Take your time, Jungle. Let's take a regroup for a second. Get it out in the universe. What well, you? I don't. Okay. Know okay. You know this. Okay. Okay. Take your time. I don't know where you're going. I'm I'm curious. <laughs> I have really no idea what you what you're going to say. Uh, wait a second. Just wait a second. Do you really
1: think? That that Mr. Falcons that he didn't. Do you really think that Ben Beatty ever had a chance against Mr. Falcons? Do you really think that Mr. Falcons would just lose that much money and be able to bounce back without something happening or some previous uh, planning of some sort?
0: Are you, do you really think that's that? the case? Do you think that Galfond built him up do you think he let him go to the brink and then just dangled it do you, is that what you think happened you think Galfond gave him a, a false sense of security took a break and just came back and is that what you're saying if, that, if you're implying that jungle I don't'm I'm, I'm in shock because that would be wild that's a wild uh, conspiracy theory is that what you just think? it's just I want to know, because you're basically saying he's not going to dangle. If you get a lead like that, you're going to smash him, right? You're not giving it back.
1: What I'm trying to say happen. is it's really fucked up what he did to Ben Vidi. It, it brings a tear to my eye. It really does. Do you? Do you know- it's, it's really fucked up. No, no, no. I'm trying to say that it's so obvious, and people just don't see it, that he let Ben Vidi uh, lose all this money. Knowing that he was going to come back and smash and smash his bankroll and crush his spirits, well, more crush his spirits. But that's how fucked up this guy is, and
0: people just don't understand it. Wow, that that's it. That's crazy. That's it. So, what are you going to do? How are you going to counter this? You are. It's going to be. So, this is owl versus falcon. I mean, this is like you might as well just replace the faces with these animals, and you guys are going to go to battle. How long? I mean, what? Give us a. When can we expect this to start?
1: Well this this match is not going to be like you know just a a regular person versus a regular person this is going to be like something out of the fucking out of the fucking wild this is going to be like wow I mean I'm going to play like an animal that's that much I can tell you I don't like this is what I'm trying to tell you he's not ready for this competition right I right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking clip his wings and fucking make him fucking crash into the ground and crush his spirit man it's fucked up what he did I someone there's got to be someone that's going to do it Someone's got to stand up.
0: I mean, listen, like yeah, I said, Someone's got to stand up. Bill Perkins, you got the, you got uh, Luke Schwartz and some mixed games. But you know, if listen, if you got to go to bat, if there's someone that's going to take down a, a guy soaring high and doing it, you know, I, I got to bet on Jungle. What is the line? What are the markets saying? What are you guys betting on this challenge? Um, we're betting.
1: Uh, we're betting. Uh, what's the word? We're betting humiliation as of the moment. Whoever loses has to say why the other person is a better man, which to me is one of, is, is something that's worth way more than money. I I don't, I don't even, I don't even care about the money. I I just want, I just want to hear him say it. I just want him to hear, to hear him say admit defeat.
0: So what I hear you say is that currently there's no side action at least D- pu- displayed, but you will be playing 100, 200 PLO and obviously the money, that's real money. No one's going to win or lose uh, after the 25,000 hands, but other than that, there's no declared uh, additional bet at the moment, other than... I, I believe
1: players. so, yeah, but let me...
0: massive. We, uh, we
1: may know. throw something on there, just just for, you know, just to
0: Out of respect. spice it up a little. Yeah. yeah, something. And we have discussed about this, but you will... There is a some the possibility of i don't not all of it but a good chunk of it or some of it you will stream so we're gonna you're gonna be on twitch is that can you can we can we uh, can we uh reveal a bit on where this might happen um yeah yeah we can that's the plan okay so guys I'm, I'm gonna just spit it out jungle man will be on my twitch channel jeff gross poker he's gonna have his own custom alerts uh, emojis, know. you know, like even subscribers, I think, like you said, you're not trying to make money from this. We can donate. I think that would be a great idea. Actually. Any, any subscribers or revenue generated during this, let's, let's donate it to charity of your choice. I think that's, yeah, great. we can,
1: we can do that. It's, this is like, this is a conquest of justice. This is a conquest of justice. It's not about the money, right? It's, a, it's about fucking like stopping tyranny. Let's put it that way. And <laughs>
0: this is intense, man. I'm I'm getting I'm getting chills thinking about this match. It really does sound it sounds intense. It's it's going to be fun. Uh we do have a Jungle Man emote on our Twitch channel as you know, Jungle. You come in there not, now and again and take a look. So we got we'll have your okay. emote, we'll have your owl overlay. There's going to be some foul. there's going to be some stuff. We're going to have some fun stuff. It'll be a good time and it could start at, when is the earliest it could start? This week, next week, 24 We're we're
1: thinking it will start uh at the end of this week. Something like this. Wow.
0: Guys, just listen, you can stay tuned. Stay tuned to Jungle Man. Stay tuned to Phil Galfon. Check their Twitter. Check their socials. And I'm sure they will give a notice You know, when it's time to, time to rumble in the jungle or in the, in, the, in the arena, the bird's nest, whatever you want to call it. We're going to have <laughs> falcons and owls and we're, there's going to be some stuff going on. So, well, that's exciting. Um, talk to me a bit about uh, your, your recent spiritual journey, if you will, where you, you spent some time in India, You did some other stuff. Give me a little bit of like the last few months of, uh, enlightenment.
1: Well, I did go to India. Um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of meditation and did a couple retreats and that kind of thing. Um, what else did I do? Yeah. A lot of the, a decent amount of yoga, a lot of Kriya yoga. Um, how I got into it is a longer story, but I was like doing research into various religions and. Um the Eastern philosophies and some this kind of thing, reading a bit about them. What else? Uh yeah, I went to India and went and did a yoga retreat for a long time in uh Patnam Beach, India. Okay. Pretty nice. Well, it's not what I'm used to. It was pretty nice. You know, it's kinda it's actually in the legit jungle, or kind of. I mean it was like the mini jungle. Let me tell you, the jungle's the jungle's rough. It's rougher than me. And I mean, it's rougher than what I'm gonna. Well, I mean, I imagine the real jungle is pretty damn rough. Uh, what do you
0: mean, real jungle? Why? It's just the, the climate, the terrain. The it's not you're not staying at the four seasons. What you're saying? Uh, it was not the four seasons.
1: No, there was no uh, there's no you know no sushi room service or whatever. Uh, it, it was it was okay though. It was nice, and you know, I did a lot of yoga and learned about consciousness. Um, that kind of thing, and found a found a more zen way of living. Let's put it that way. And presumably, these things had some effects. Uh, they benefited me in some ways. I would say they've they've made me happier. But there's a the problem with saying that is there's a po- potential other things have changed. Like I haven't been as attached necessarily to poker because I haven't played it as much. Um, so like if, if like poker was 100% my life. I would, uh, uh, you know, I might be. It might be like much harder to be a, to to be like a little bit more balanced or whatever. Um, yeah, and no, on my spiritual journey, that was the first place I went to. I also went to uh, where else did I go? I went to New Delhi, saw a bunch of things there, saw a bunch of temples, met some people that met some poker players actually in Goa.
0: How is Goa? Is it was it? Is it? What are the casinos compared to Vegas? It's like that's their Vegas, right? That's my understanding. Yeah, uh, Vegas is like a funny way to put
1: it. They in Goa the casino. There's the casinos are not allowed to be on the land. Right. So what they do is they have little ferries that take you out to the casinos on the sea. Um, which is kind of a funny sight. This would be these giant ferries that have like poker or whatever. Um, so that was kind of cool. I saw those. But I mean, um, played a little bit.
0: Huh? When you get on a ferry and you go play on one of these boats, so it's I picture it like a dock that you walk out and play on the boat. But you actually take a ferry to another boat and then you play on a boat. And and is there hotels on that boat out there? or No. Um, I
1: think you can get hotel rooms. Yeah, they're a little bit more VIP than Las Vegas because in Las Vegas you need to be a big fucking deal. To uh, get some uh, VIP service, but uh, not in, in Goa. That's not true. In Goa, they it's a little bit easier to get get some kind of VIP service. I would say.
0: And are you when you were there at playing poker? What, what kind of games did they have? I would imagine not the stakes you're you're accustomed to. But did you did you actually play some poker? I played. I
1: played really small. I, I, there's you know there's some bigger games, but it's not so easy to just walk right in and play. Like you know not a whole lot of people are dying to uh a, eh, I mean sometimes it happens, but you know um, yeah.
0: what what give a, what what would be the biggest game running that you knew of, and then what was the biggest game that you got to actually play in dollars?
1: I played something like one dollar two dollar for fun, got a massage had to do that uh, I mean the public game, I guess like. Ten twenty, i don't know uh there's the you know the private games are running a little bit bigger but not super big
0: and and uh would you were you were you widely recognized there like did you were people coming up to you at the ingoa in particular i mean i guess not in new delhi or yeah 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 i was uh, uh I, I get junglemans here and they want a picture and all that were you pretty pretty much yeah they were they were they were, they were happy you were there yeah. Yeah. Yep. Out. That's cool. Um, and tell me, what about getting sick? This is one thing I'm curious about. Did you throw up? Did you get that did a, a bug in India? Like, does it seem like it's almost like automatic with the, just the water, I guess, and the system not being used to it. Did you, did you get sick at all while you were there?
1: I uh, did not get, I either got sick very briefly or didn't get sick. I actively avoided the water because I heard that there was some kind of problem with it or whatever. I didn't have that. It was just more like, you know just at least I originally I stayed in like the outdoors and I just wasn't used to this whole, like, you know, getting some toilet paper from the machine and there'd be like a frog in the, in the machine or something like this, hmm. or, you know, like spiders crawling around on, um, uh, on the little net that I slept in or the, the bed, the net around the bed that I slept in, like that kind of thing was a bit odd seeing you know, all the wildlife
0: and, were, were you, when you were there, were you like, this is great, I'm glad I did this? Or like the first night or two when you got to the jungle area, were you kind of like, yeah, this is interesting, but maybe, you know, I'd rather be clicking uh, check raising on, uh, from the company, like sushi, or sushi. Like, all right, I'm here, great, I'm or was it like, uh, you know, talk to me through thought process, like you were there, and you were uh, later on, how it was for you.
1: Um, I, uh, no, it was fine being there. That was, yeah, I was happy with that.
0: Did, uh, had, was it like silent meditation Were you, was it a silent retreat or were you talking to people and doing yoga and just kind of learning as a like classes? No,
1: it wasn't silent at all, but that we did have some silent days that were really hard to uh, adhere to, but it was more about like noticing, noticing like how, it was more about like being aware of yourself. Right. Um, the yoga was every day. we were doing a lot of yoga and stuff. Uh, the the days we did something like four hours of yoga a day. And then we did like some more meditation or something like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe even more, there was some stuff that was kind of in between. Um, part of it was a learning, learning part. Um, I didn't really participate in the learning part because I, wasn't planning on being a yoga teacher, but uh, that'd be an interesting career choice, uh, career career move. Um, I'm not that crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, awesome. but uh, um, yeah, it's somewhat understandable in some ways, I guess, for the right person. Did you, well, did, you
0: go, did you go with someone else in poker? Any friends or anyone else that was there on this journey in particular? Yeah. Hello.
1: Um. Uh, Philip Gruesome. Uh, if you know who that is, he went there, he's a bit more experienced. Uh, I know him otherwise it was not, um, knew some people from before, but not super well. Let's put it that way.
0: You know, interestingly enough, Phil, I know very well, but he was actually the one person that was with me when I met my wife, my now wife, we were Oh, really he was standing with me and and my wife walked by and I turned around and then went back and talked to Phil was there. Like he was the one person with me when I met her. So that's yeah. Phil's got a special place in my heart. And uh yeah, man, he's uh, a very interesting, very spiritual person, right? Very, very, you know, yeah. a lot of work and a lot of, uh, yeah, Phil's a, go ahead Sorry. Saint Phil's enlightened he's a very interesting guy you know he seems to do a lot of work on 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 uh, personal development and those type of things and working on himself which is yeah
1: he's well to be enlightened is super difficult and there's there's multiple apparently it's like kind of a complicated thing a complicated topic in, the, in a certain sense but um he's he's a great guy for sure um he's high up on that scale and you know on some people's scale you could call him enlightened um, technically speaking he wouldn't really he wouldn't qualify but it's fucking difficult to be enlightened
0: that, that's an interesting way to, of thinking about it i mean that makes me scared to think about like where you know what that really means or you know where uh, it, it's kind of funny if you really think about that you know if you look at like how we live right we you know we have gadgets and cell phones and we're on always online doing all this stuff like in a way it's like if you think about maybe a buddhist or someone that's just how, whatever that means. Right. Just like completely isolated or someone living there doing yoga, doing that stuff. It's kind of funny. Cause like in a way, you know, they probably think that we're insane. Right. Like that, like the chaos and having social media and doing all these things is like no way to live. And then if we look at someone that's, you know, I guess, I don't know what, how enlightened or doing that, you know what I'm saying? Like we look at them like, Oh, that's kind of boring. Or like, why would they do that? Right. So it's just like total parallel or, or opposite ways of looking at life. Right and and Um, is that is that fair to say or like would you say they think that we're crazy like the tech doing you know the way that we live in the in the modern uh society civilization or is that is that not really how you view it i think you're partly right
1: um well firstly even if
0: you're enlightened
1: it doesn't mean that you are cut off from all technology or you you don't pay any attention to that that's not really what enlightenment Um, is you're not um yeah that would be more amish um, what to be enlightened means to not have any attachment to those things, which was extremely difficult. It would be like saying like, you only do things, um, to, it it would be like you're content with like literally with it. You're, you're kind of okay with you're truly equanimous, something like that. This is one facet of it. And that no matter what happens, you respond the same. Um, which is a little bit tricky to define but basically you have some some motivation to act in a way that's for the betterment of the world and you're not deterred by um deterred by other sorts of things um let me think for a second you're not deterred too much is i guess the simple way to put it but what is too much it's another thing um but i guess to keep things simple it's it's more about it's the difference between wanting something and and being attached to it needing it let's put it that way mm. um en- enlightenment it, enlightened people still want things but they don't they don't need them they don't need any subtleties or whatever need any things that are subtleties or need like need to you know have a you know, the best in life or something like that. Um, but one, uh, you know, a lot of them because of that, I guess, or just a lot of them, one, um, just end up living kind of a simple life and just, uh, um, there, there are certain, I guess, perhaps because of that, firstly, a lot of them end up living a simple life because they don't need to be part of society necessarily really, or at least large, largely be a part of society. And secondly, because there are some similar philosophies or some philosophies that are kind of associated, um, that are nearby to that, to philosophies that discuss, excuse me, philosophies that, that are adjacent to the concept of enlightenment that suggest asceticism, which is, you know, not, it's, it's quite, it's not the same thing. Um, Buddhism doesn't even suggest asceticism. It suggests to have like kind of a balance between all things. And even like the Buddha himself returned to um, the, you know, he returned to the, like the, like a pretty what, good, pretty good way of living. He discovered that asceticism was not the way to
0: enlightenment. And you're uh, familiar with that word you're saying, asceticism? Asceticism
1: is just not, um, is like not, what's the word? I I have a word on on my tongue. Uh, not being, not, uh, being, not engaging in any kind of desire at all. Mm. Let's put it that way.
0: And, and so in the enlightened scale, if you will, um, you know, on a zero to a hundred, how, how is, uh. You, know, you said enlightened complicated it's a complicated thing and what that really means like how would you do you, do you feel is that is that part like are you seeking to be enlightened like what what do you what are your thoughts on enlightenment and do you feel like you're on the path do you have a decent bit of it or do you realize like what it means and is it I mean is that something to strive for or to have more of? I mean what what does that mean to you enlightened um, So a couple things. Uh, if it exists, I'm seeking it.
1: Let's put it that way. Um, I'm trying to verify that it exists because I'm not so convinced. I'm not 100% convinced. Let's put it that way, but it more like, more like 90% ish convinced because if it does exist, it's quite a profound thing. Um, yeah. I mean, like, uh, when people say that enlightenment is like the removal of ego, like that would be a simple way of describing it, but you know, there's like many different, it's like, there are many different ways of looking at this subject that are, that are quite profound. It's like, like another way of putting it is, it's like becoming like, uh, like essentially like part of God, something like that. Like that would, that would be like a valid thing to say, but if it does exist, then, then the most, the most beneficial thing for every person would be to pursue it. Um. How do I explain this? Let me think. Uh, because it would be the fastest way to remove all pain, slash, be able to be okay with all pain, if that makes sense. To be able to be more at, like peace with pain, if that makes sense. Okay. Um. Does that answer your questions well?
0: Yeah, it, I think it does. I. I yeah, I mean, I. It, it does. I think it's a very, like you said, it's a pretty complex and not so easy to define what that even means. Uh, but I, I think, I, I, guess my question would be, do you feel more clear after this journey to India and your, your, um, this passage? do you feel more clear in Um,
1: I think so. I think I've had a bit more acceptance with, um, with various little, uh, I think, I think so. It's not, it's not that easy to judge, but I, yeah, I would say so. Just because it seems like my reactions to various inconveniences have been better over time, you know, and dealing with people when they're annoying, for example, I think I've been doing that in a more mature way or, uh, like I noticed, for example, one time I was listening to music, or listening to an audio audiobook, and one of the headphones went out. But I found I could just look, like listen to the whole audiobook with just one headphone, or I could listen for hours with just one just one ear, and it wasn't really bothering me that much. Um, that kind of thing. And I think I've had less outbursts person poker generally, but it's it, it hasn't been a linear process, a linear linear progress. Let's put it that way.
0: Right. Okay. Very very cool. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of, before we because I know. We have a ton of questions. We've already, guys, for you don't know, we've had Jungle on the podcast before. Had a really nice talk, and we covered a lot of, um, you know, overview of, of your career. So this is just kind of checking in, following up with stuff, and, and talking about some current situations The the Fun Challenge, of course. Um, what about uh, the current landscape of um, the poker and what you're playing I, I actually caught some of your Instagram live, Patrick Antonius. I um, know and, and you are very good friends, and, and you were chatting with him about some stuff. And you were mentioning that, you were playing, you weren't really playing on Poker Stars, that they had some weird stuff going on, or, you know, it was like a complicated thing. Where are you? Oh. Like, where, can you elaborate a bit on what, like, where, what you are doing with poker? I mean, obviously, you don't have to go into specifics. I know there's a lot of cash apps and different, different things and whatnot, but like, where, where do you, how do you break down your poker current uh, pie chart of playing?
1: Uh, it's mostly on Asian apps. I'd say that. Okay. Uh, I was playing on GG Network a bit, but. I underestimated how much rake they're taking. Um, uh, maybe more on that a little bit later. But uh, I also discovered something a little bit unsettling. Um, so, yeah, maybe more on that a little bit later.
0: Okay. But in the G, I mean, on stars, you mentioned the stars rake is ridiculously high, which I didn't no, know. No, GG rake's higher for sure. Oh, really? GG rake's really high. Like what, um, example, like, a hundred dollar tournament or just in their cash games or what?
1: Or, well, I was playing 200, 400 in like three hours. They raked 30 K like what? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm like, that can't be right. What? <laughs> what what's going on here?
0: How, how would that compare on party
1: poker stars? Uh, I mean, 100? it would be less than like a thousand dollars. I feel like that's right. I mean, I, I haven't calculated, but. I would think it's not more than a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. But are you sure it was 30,000 at two, four? How's that beatable? Yeah.
1: right. Yeah. It was 30 fucking thousand.
0: I mean, I'm not, I obviously I'm sure you've looked at it closely and and double checked and no. So I'm not going to say you're wrong. That to me, that seems a bit, that just seems like that seems almost, uh, that seems impossible. But I I mean, I guess, you know, right. That's what I thought is verified. Um, Holy shit. That's the first I've ever heard of anything about like i've never even i mean and how is the game running regular there or like did you not know that when you were playing or you kind
1: of i didn't know that i knew it was high but i didn't know it was like you know that fucking high i I don't know i guess i just should have been more careful um Hmm. and then uh
0: the the games are really good though so that's, I mean, yeah, that's well. I guess it's a trade-off, but that's that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty tough. Uh, and and what about stars? You were saying theirs is high as well. Like what? I, I obviously I'm I'm biased. I love Party. I'm with Party. You know Rob very well. Uh, mm-hmm. How does Party rate on the the scale? And and do you play on there now, or what's your breakdown? If you say like apps is seventy percent, like what? How would you say like the different sites? You you break up your your play. I think party is pretty good.
1: Um, playing party. Some, I mean, I haven't played on stars because I need to like, um, because different, apparently there are different rules in the UK now. And now I need to like change my address or something. Um, but it's also, uh, when I withdrew on stars, I was charged commission. And now when I'm depositing on stars, they're also taking commission and the rakes high and they're difficult to deal with. And there's no good games. Um, and what else? Oh yeah. I like paid like tax from, yeah. Like the, the country that I was, uh, located in, uh, just like why, uh, what, the, the only reason is to play scoops and you know, that's kind of miserable too. You just stay up like all night and, and then you, I mean, <laughs> this is how I feel about it anyway. It can be quite a grind, uh, respect for, um, being able to put up with that a lot. I mean, I, I put up with it a bit too, but it's, I feel like tournaments are especially, especially uh, masochistic is one way to put it. It's,
0: it's definitely not fun when you're not running well or when you're playing those long grind tournaments. And a lot of times it can come down to a flip or a cooler, or a four to one, you know, that, that you have to hold or whatever, right? Where it's deep and, and you get 12th or 10th or whatever. If you don't win or take a top three over a course of a couple of weeks and you're playing those buy-ins, it can be extra painful, right? definitely teaches you about yourself talk about mental fortitude you need to have a you got it's not for the faint of heart to play tournament poker and and play big series that's for sure but um, yeah
1: you know um yeah for sure and then uh what was i going to say what was i going to say oh yeah my worst days have always been sundays for sure there's all the other days are, are not too bad but sundays were always the worst days because i'd always have to stay up until 6 a.m and uh, I bust the tournament, I was stuck the whole time. <laughs> I don't know what it is.
0: <laughs> and then how have you been you're primarily a cash game player, regarded as maybe the best cash game player of all time online, if not one of the best, certainly. Um, where does your tournament do you feel how does your tournament game rate? Like do you still feel very strong in tournaments? Do you do some work on tournament stuff? or do you just kind of when you play them, like you know, you just figure you're fig- your favorite in the field? And, you know, you're just not like, I, I you're not studying like PO solver stuff for tournaments, I would imagine, but maybe elaborate a bit on your tournament uh, fortitude and what you do with that. Um, so
1: I would rate myself roughly according to, you know, the markup calculators or whatever. Like, I, I think I'm, it appears that I, I think, and the consensus appears to be that, and this is one of these situations where I'm like kind of closely watching the consensus because I don't really know, like, am I, am I playing badly? Um, because I'm not, I'm not out there studying like my ass off. Like I suspect, like if I was a tournament player, I'd be fucking studying my ass off. If I was, you know, um, but I'm not doing that much of that. I'm doing like a bit of that trying to like kind of, because there's quite a lot to study and I'm doing too many other things. And I don't think it makes much sense for me to do that. Uh, so I would think that's basically I, I'm, you know, I'm a winning tournament player for sure, but, you know, in the toughest fields, I don't I don't really like my spot uh, unless, you know, there's some, you know, VIPs or whatever.
0: Or one or what of these big series, right? Like now, especially with the COVID-19, just sort of people are at home, all the guarantees seem to be getting smashed and the tournaments are, are definitely a little better. I, I mean, I would imagine that that's how I feel. And it seems kind of obvious that that would be the case, that in the immediate present moment, that their yeah. tournaments have some extra value or extra people that aren't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and all those,
1: I'm sure in plus TV. Um, it's just, uh, I would not think I would not call myself
0: or think that I'm like one of the best tournament players at all. Uh, what do you think you would recommend to someone who wants to get into poker right now? They're bored. They're at home. It's COVID. They want to like go through play. Let's just take a $55 um, tournament level or a equivalent in cash, I don't know, 25 cents, 50 cents, something like that. Which one do you think will be more beneficial or advantageous to kind of like dive in and learn? Say you have a basic poker ability. Um, is, is which would you recommend off of your instincts? Not knowing the landscape. Probably party poker, I would think. Well, not not even the site i'm saying like which uh, which would you choose would you go for like 55 dollar free uh, mtt's or do you think playing like 25 cent 50 cash game would be a better chance of um you know doing well i think the MTTs. mtt's i
1: think um not sure partly because for the mtt's it's uh it's easier to beat the games i think but it's also it's also easier to just lose forever <laughs> Right. It's yeah. easier to, like, be a little bit plus EV or something like that. How,
0: how how would you say to someone, let's say they've played the last month on on uh, these series going online, like, in their, let's say they're oops, Siri, thought I said Siri. I said Siri. Um, how, how would you tell someone to evaluate their game honestly? Let's say you're losing. You've taken a lot of bad beats. You've lost a lot of equity. So you're, pretty, you're pretty sure you're running well. How would you tell someone to to, to sort of um, cope with that or adjust and like understand? Because it is hard. Poker's such a results oriented game, especially in terms of so much variance, right? You could win two tournaments literally in a row and be a not a good player. And you could think yeah. of that. So, how, how, do you, how do you have someone evaluate their game? How, how are you able to do that? Like, what's the best way?
1: Um, well, I think the first thing is to look at like every little decision that you make. Um, which is can be quite a pain in the ass for some people, um, and see if uh, you know just like see if they are good decisions. So just keep checking them, and that kind of thing. Like I look at all the options, and it's not the that would be a pretty reliable way, but it would be a fun one. Um, you can ask your friends; that can be a, a much easier way. And one dilemma with that is, I mean, I personally find it very annoying when you know, I like ask someone for their opinion and they give me like an answer that doesn't make sense to me or is like kind of results oriented, which definitely happens. Um, there's definitely a bias towards losing players or players who are losing, excuse me, uh, for like finding some reason that could make sense. Like making sense is not, is not enough at all. It's actually more uh, deceptive than, um, yeah. It's more deceptive than being like an actual reason to look for things. Right.
0: Yeah. It's, it's um, results oriented. It's very difficult. It's very, very difficult to be honest. You know, let me, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I want to say one more thing is maybe to look up at least the basics for online, because I, I just, I can't, I have a really hard, you know, for pre-flop, especially in, you know, at least some post-flop because I just have a really hard time seeing like anyone not taking that seriously. And and winning frankly um taking a really analytical approach these
0: days makes sense and and you uh and what about cash games what are some of the best ways to improve cash games right now is there some type of uh which is sort of the gold standard and to um you know to, to work on your game uh it's not that different really it's not that different i would say you should
1: take even the analytical parts uh, more seriously or what you really should do is find a good local private game with some not the best competitors and like, maybe that's a little bit easier is just find uh, you know where the where the weak links are the weak tables are
0: let me ask you too. How? Why do you think on live is so much easier than online in general? Like, if you were to go to a local two four game at a casino, you know, or two whatever two five five ten versus playing five ten online. I mean, the, the difference in ability is it's staggering, right? Like, it's just kind of like it's almost for sure that the live game is going to be significantly weaker. What do you think that is just because of the, the people that are playing professionally online or the solvers? Like, why is it so like live poker? You know, I don't, I think it's fair to say live poker will ne- will not go anywhere barring COVID-19 or some sort of world virus, you know, the people are going to play live poker and the live poker is going to be pretty soft. Why do you think that fundamentally is? I think it's because, um, same with tournaments, right? Like live tournaments are pretty soft as well in general, like the live WPTs or WSOP or Whatever They just seem like people play worse. Um, Same thing. What is the reason? Uh, It's because a major factor is that the
1: people that are playing online, if you're playing online, things go a lot faster. So if you're a losing player, you're going to get, you're going to lose faster on average, right? So the losing players get filtered out faster, essentially, or the reverse, the winning players rise to the top faster it's It's much, much faster. that's that's the that's the uh, biggest reason I can think of. Um, I think live, there are a lot of private situations. So there's that. Uh, yeah, like there's a lot of private games, so people you know they win in their private games and they decide to gamble, something like that. I would think those are some pretty big reasons. and playing live is also a bit more it's more uh, it's more like fun for a lot of people i think i think not a whole lot of people are looking to go play online and you know grind out a, a some money i think a lot of people that you know that aren't like trying to be a professional poker player are you know just looking to gamble and relax and right. oh, what else there the,
0: like they go there they instead of playing blackjack or roulette they say hey i'll go play poker i'm gonna i'm gonna play some suited connectors yeah draws try to hit it and have fun and don't really care that it's not gto or like yeah they don't want like a serious experience they don't want to you know because like usually something serious
1: isn't fun right so they want to uh you know they just want to like that's what they go to live poker for that they don't like online it's uh, then they learn the people everyone's using machines and this kind of thing and they're like oh fuck that um yeah
0: they want to pre suited live, go to a flop, you know, flop a a draw and, and try to punish the jungle. Right. That's what they want to do. They want to they want to get in there and they want to stir it up. And uh, yeah, it I makes sense. I mean, it just it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think I think online, you know, with party, what they're doing again with the HUDs, no HUDs. I think that does help people in general. I think that sort of balances things out. Um, you know, there, there's, it's like, a, it's a, it's a, it's a check and balances constantly. Like there's people using solvers and HUDs and these things. And then there's, you know, these sites are trying to combat it, do the real name stuff. Now, what are your thoughts on real names tournaments? That- uh, why not? Why not? I, I like that
1: party is trying to combat it as much as it can. Real names. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I think, uh, I think the online screen names are a little bit better. Actually, not thinking about it more just because it's like more fun to be a character and, and have your nickname, whatever I, I think I, personally
0: I was saying this, you know like i've been playing i play a lot of uh party one k two ks and 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 tournaments right like the and it's it's like i was I was joking around uh the other day on the podcast with remco and and b hanks about this I was saying you know when I play Strawberry girl or New York Jimmy. It's a little less intimidating than when, like, you, you know, you're, you see, oh, it's Adrian Mateos, David Peters, um, you know, the Adamo, and these guys that are, like, crushing and you know are, like, the best tournament players in the world. It's, like, a little different mental switch, too. When you, like, see those names, if I see Daniel Cates in the lobby versus you being, you know, Owl fan, one, two, three, like, it just it's a little less intense, too, right? Like, there is that. I think that there's a little bit of a, for people, is a little less fear or a little, it's a little, yeah, it's a little lighter when you see a screen name than than a one of the best players in the world there is there is something to that i think too so if you had to vote what you would pick you'd rather have an alias you think that's a little better yeah fair enough all right well listen jungle we've got gal Fun challenge coming up you're gonna be streaming on my twitch channel it could be as early as friday you guys definitely are not gonna to want to miss that you've got you got a blog out now you're freshly off a spiritual journey you're you seem like you're you're doing things you're 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 in the matrix as usual and are, do you have a prediction on the uh, Galfun challenge Do you have a do you have a do you how how what what do you think the actual odds are cuz Galfun is that fair to say that he's you know he's spent more time he's like PLO specialist you, your PLO game is very strong but that's not you play many games so where do you yeah like you know you think you're going to come out on top you'll make some adjustments you'll do some stuff but is it fair to say Galfun has much more experience in PLO or do you feel like you're you're right there in terms of the amount of experience.
1: Gallafon may have much more experience in PLO, but what he doesn't have is is uh, raw determination and the the um passion for for justice. That's what he doesn't have.
0: Justice is an interesting word. You keep saying justice. Is there has there been some sort of past? Uh, you, you say, or is it more about Benavidi? You think he had an injustice and how that?
1: Yeah, Benavidez had injustice. He got. It was cruel. It was really, um, you think he it was really him? nasty what he did to
0: him. He it's like, like he just like he played, he, he was fiddling with him. What, uh, what, what, yes. what do you, do you know anything about Benavidi? He seems like a sort of mystical magical creature character. Do you know, you met him?
1: Do you know? Just, who uh, no, I don't, I don't know much other than he's probably, you know, uh, an innocent, um, online internet kid probably doesn't see the day more than once a week. Uh, and, you know, we just thought he could take on Mr. Falcons, but Mr. Falcons proved a little bit more devious than that. Uh, proved he showed his, he showed his devious colors. let's put it that way.
0: Well, Benavidi, if you're out there and you would like to come on to the podcast here and and defend your once a a day, you know, this guy could be a, he could be a outdoor, you know, hike guy every day and we just don't know, but you're right. That's sort of like your picture is like, he's a sorcerer wizard inside. Just, you know, it doesn't go out much, which could be the case, but Benavidi, we uh, feel for you. That was a very emotional, very emotional game, very emotional match. And, uh, you know, his name's out there in the poke world. That's for sure. That will, that, that match, that battle will be talked about for for many years to come that was that was pretty intense well well, jungle i want to take questions because you have a record you set a record and set a record again so you know i know you got a busy busy stuff even though your quarantine life you got a lot there's games to play there's things to do so let's let's take some questions and before we do how many people are in this high stakes chat you referenced you said somehow it was called mr falcons like give me 30 100 what do you got in there
1: it's on Bobby's room, Bobby's room chat. So he's try to set up games and that kind of thing. Maybe like 15 people or something are in it.
0: Okay. So maybe that Falcons is accepted. sort of like, uh, Ike yeah. it's a darkness. That's sort of people just sort of, you know, in that circle, know that that's your nickname for him, at least. Uh,
1: that's, he's, he's known as Falcons in Bobby's room
0: um ike or ike or uh or uh Galfun, you're saying galf ike is right? known as the prince of darkness it's a great nickname that, that really is that's something else all right we got we got some questions we have time for some can we rapid fire some questions jungle before we let you get to your quarantine day sure all right welcome to the jungle that's what pappy and winkle says that's true it is welcome to the jungle uh someone asked well this came up last time i don't want to elaborate but is there any news this is one of the first questions here. Status on the dirt challenge. Is there anything to rekindle this? I know we talked about this. Our podcast was a year ago, um, Dan, one year ago about we had a podcast. So we're revisiting this. Is there any update on that? Is there any news? Is there any inclination that this could get finished or do you have anything to say? Update on that a year later?
1: Well, we're, you know, trying to settle things fairly and you know Tom's still doing his thing. Um it seems like we'll kind of settle things fairly, uh, but we'll see, we'll hopefully come to some kind of agreement that we're both happy with, or at least not too unhappy with.
0: Okay. Uh, that won't, he's that's likely,
1: trying to do the right thing.
0: That's, huh? like, that's likely not to go back to the streets. There's not going to be a, a continuation. No, no, no going back to the streets.
1: Uh, he's trying to do the right thing, I'd say. Uh, you know, him, his definition of the right thing, isn't you know 100 percent what I would agree with, but we're trying to, you know, we're trying to. Um,
0: we'll, well, I think we'll reach some kind of agreement, reconcile or, or make it make it so everyone's okay. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I don't I I don't know much about. Uh, you know, you seem like you're in touch with him and talking and talking him. I don't you know, so that's good. At least that you're that's on the right path. Uh, Who is the best pl- live? player you've ever faced who do you find is someone that's just like super tough and these are tricky because if you battle with them still and you don't want to say you don't have to but is there anyone you just find like their table presence is very strong very balanced very uh difficult to play against
1: maybe true teller or mustafa bets um mustafa bets is an actual terminator i i think who is that mustafa bets uh matt ashton okay the guy fucking does the same thing every single hand, Like, if you look at him, he just actually does the same thing. He probably is a robot. I mean, and he doesn't really make mistakes that much. Uh,
0: as far as I can tell, seems to play really well. And true tellers, true teller, right? Those guys, those seem like a pretty good, pretty good list of people to stay away from. And you're not challenging them to heads up matches. That's, that's what you're saying. I get it. I have, I have,
1: Challenge them to heads up matches actually, but uh, I have beaten True Teller, but for some reason I just run the hottest ever against True Teller. So there's that. And then with Matt Ashton, uh, well, it hasn't gone so well. Uh, I like to imagine that I've run pretty badly, but it's hard to say. Right.
0: Okay. Um, uh oh so if they offered you to be a pro of some room would you accept it do you have uh is, uh, is the endorser the jungle man the endorser in the future is that something that would interest you in the right scenario? um
1: uh uh it would interest me yeah i would uh it would depend on the offer and stuff
0: okay fair enough guys if you're listening there's several sites out there but um the jungle would be a would be a big value add obviously do you play any sports
1: no, but I've been working out quite a bit lately. What's I mean, the, I
0: what kind like of like half an hour? Maybe I'm huh? What kind of workout? What are you doing like now? Do you do like like, uh, like push up, sit up stuff? Or are you going to a gym? I mean, not a gym, right? No gym, no gym.
1: Just a bunch of push ups and planks, and I mean, I probably will do one shortly after this, actually, uh, like lunges, and, like, you know, all the the classics, right. classic uh, movements.
0: Uh someone's asking, are you going to the WSOP this fall if it is held? If the WSOP turns it on and they say, where doors are open, things are happening, will you go? good chance. What do you think? Yeah. Of, what do you think the odds of when, when when do you believe the next live tournament venue, you know, Triton, party, stars, whatever, when do you think the next thing will be? What what time frame? August, September, November, next year? When do you feel like the next? What's your guess? What are your what are your bones tell you? What are your owl senses? say to you jungle um put it out there put a line out just for fun it's hard for the next wsop no when will the next live venue be like what month where when will it will when will the next live poker thing where people you know or you go and compete in a poker live arena i'm gonna say august august wow you're an optimist yeah owls are optimists by the way that makes sense
1: are they Some, some are. No, I'm going to take that back. Mostly. No, they're not.
0: They can can spin their head around completely. Can't they?
1: Uh, you know what? I actually don't know. This is embarrassing, but I don't know.
0: Why don't we get, why don't you do a little, little, uh, research on owls today and get, you're such an owl advocate. I think you need to get your, you need to get your attributes in order. I don't
1: know many facts other than that. The natural, the great horned owl is the natural predator of the falcon. Um, so that that's that's not the only fact I know.
0: <laughs> Convenient. Uh, uh, where is let's see? Is there any change from your live game to online? Any any obvious adjustments that you that you do very differently in the two? Um. Uh. Not
1: really, to be honest. So similar. Came um, hmm. what
0: is the movie you watch over and over all the time and never get bored watching which movie is your favorite or one you just seem to have you've watched literally many many times
1: uh what's one that i've seen many
0: many times i don't really, i don't really watch movies a ton of times you don't have <laughs> one like or shawshank redemption something that's just like you've watched Ten times, or you—if it's on TV, I guess stuff's not really on TV, right? You're not just like flicking through, surfing anymore. But there's not a movie like your favorite one that you just love, or gets you like Rocky or something that gets you like fired up and gets you going that you like to see if you're ever down, motivates you. If you have to think that hard, maybe not. Maybe you're just a one and done guy, which is fine. Most most movies you don't watch more than once, obviously. I, I you know, I there's very few I could say I've seen numerous times. So mm-hmm. nothing triggers that for you. No, no movie that's like. your your favorite uh no i guess not okay uh how does it feel to be on the pocket top of the poker world for so many years does that create any unnecessary stress for you um uh it can
1: uh and one thing i guess i should say is that uh it, it can yeah i mean there's some attachment to that um it's like Because it's not like the game situation is always the same thing. Uh, What was I going to say? Feels it must be pretty good. I'd say that. There's that. Yeah, it's it's uh,
0: good. Well, so yeah, maybe it doesn't have to bring stress. It could be it's pride. It's good. It's nice to be at the top, you know.
1: Yeah, it's. uh, I would say it's a lot of the time it's it's not so stressful until you're like on a losing streak and you're. I'm wondering, oh, am I really that good and that kind of thing? Like, you know, especially if you haven't been working, you might think, uh, maybe like I should learn something, or that kind of thing, or whatever. Uh, that can be stressful if you're losing. Who do you yeah, think
0: who do you think is the best heads up player both in no limit and PLL? Do you have any immediate people that come to mind other than yourself or just whoever
1: maybe like Ben Solsky or someone? Ben uh, I don't think I'm the best at that. Uh, I don't think I'm the best at that. Uh, I would say probably
0: Ben Solsky. Who else? Who else? Uh, heads up. I don't That's even a, know. It seem to be played that much anymore online. Like it's not like a thing. There's a lot of people battling at those stakes. Really, is there? At least.
1: Yeah, I yeah. Know. I would say Ben Solsky is
0: better than me, for sure. Um, we have a question from Ghost of M here. If he has read Siddhartha by Herman Hesse. No, I haven't read it yet, all right. but uh, maybe I should. That sounds like a – yeah, it's a strong recommendation from, from Marco. Thank you for that. Uh, do you like Omaha Five Cards? Do you play Five Card Omaha at all, or what's your thoughts on that game? Um, five Card Omaha. Uh, uh,
1: I, I played it a bit. It seems action game.
0: Is it, is like, it what, what about short deck versus five card? Both, I mean, like, oh, short deck seems like obviously the equities run a lot closer. Therefore,
1: uh, like- Short deck is much more action. That's for sure. Because five card, uh, one thing that happens is just the, well, it's kind of the same thing does happen, but in short deck, the equities between all the close hands are a bit closer and it, you just kind of have to go all in because of how the game is structured a lot. Um, yeah, just because, maybe just because it's so short. No, no, because there's so much money in the middle, that's what it is. And because it's short.
0: Right. Uh, where's your nickname from, Jungle People are asking in the chat here. Where, where in the what where, where did that actually come from?
1: What do you mean? Because I'm from the jungle.
0: There, well, I that's, I, that's I hear it out of the. I want to hear it out of the owl's mouth. You know? I wanna I wanna hear it from you. I know I know where I understand jungle. We have a yeah. note on our channel. This is this is a live this is a live stream, people are asking right here, Jungle. So you're from the jungle and someone yeah. else yeah. Wait, what is there a specific? Well, I was born in the jungle. Um,
1: my parents had an unfortunate accident and uh, was raised by wild animals. Had to fight my way to survive. Um, this brings me back to you know, dark places. You know, the jungle is not a nice place. It's very. It's very. Uh, what's the word? it's 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 very it's very real it's very real you'll you'll see you thought you, you, if you when living in, in uh, the modern day era um you kind of forget about those kinds of times because it's not like it, it's not the same thing at all it's it's
0: it's um very, a, very primal primal right. lots of death and there was a disney um, movie sort of like this very similar interesting um oh, by the way all that was made up i, I just told okay I was, yeah, uh, it Sounds like jungle book um but yeah the jungle the jungle is uh it's you know he re- he doesn't body he's got that that raw emotion and, and just uh i like it. it just seems to work jungle man just just a beautiful nickname um does do you do any psychedelic drugs or uh do you do you, do you have thoughts on psychedelics we could just say that way uh, i don't
1: really do psychedelic drugs i would say i'm pretty clean i don't really do drugs for some reason. Uh
0: it's not for some reason. Do you want me to give you the real answer? I would love I mean let's go let's go deep. Take us there.
1: Well, it's not so deep, but it's just like when I was playing the the real answer is when I was playing uh when I was uh you know, when I first started playing, I was uh, I had a bit more hair and uh I um yeah, had a bit more hair. Uh, and I was a bit crazier and uh, a bit more unorthodox and the players that I started playing with called me jungle man. Um, and I thought it was funny and just made a screen name out of it on um, full tilt poker. And you know, that was ended up being like one of the biggest, uh, one of the names that I won the most from, uh, so people just started calling me jungle.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. I really, I mean, that is, that is it is just such a great name. It's jungle and it rhymes with Dan jungle man, Dan. Just all of it works. Um, let's see the mo- Who's the most salty player you've ever played against? Is there anyone that just like seems to whine, complain, or you just like they're just like that? Not- maybe you don't want to say, but I- that's a question in the chat. Salty. That's a that's a strong word. Salty. Is there anyone that just sort of seems like they're just always a little bit down about like what's going on? Um, I don't really want to say actually. Yeah, it seems a little personal. Fair enough. So we're just kind of rapid firing some questions. I, I like, I respect that. Um, someone said, I recently watched you playing the Premier League poker. How did you find adjusting a live game versus online? And do you think it's still possible for small stakes players to beat the rake and become pro? Uh,
1: I think it's still possible, but I think it's uh, very difficult these days. I think it's hard. I think there it's possible to become pro, but not to make like really. It's hard to make really, really a ton of money. Like to make like over five million would be super hard. I think. Would you rather? It would be the- take a few years, huh? at least.
0: Go on, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Again.
1: I think it would take minimum a few years, unless you got just really lucky.
0: And uh, would you rather be the richest or the best?
1: The richest, for sure. I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> if you're the richest, you can become the best, first of all. But if you're the best, you can't necessarily become the richest. And uh, it's just a lot more freedom to be the richest, I would think. Right. That being said, I don't know like what insecurities come with being like, if you're the richest and you lack certain like lessons that to learn or whatever,
0: I mean, you're probably going to lose money. So there's that you want to have some kind of competence. That makes, makes a ton of sense. Um, How do you focus? What's the optimal hours for you? Five, 10 hours. What do you think is your like sweet spot poker session or it just depends on the quality of the game and what's going on. But like, you, do you feel like five hours, do you take breaks if you're playing cash? Like what's the longest you've ever just not moved or gone to the bathroom? Like you've sat in your chair and just played. Um, if you had to guess.
1: I would, uh, uh I mean, I played for 24 hours before, but it's online. It's pretty intense to do that. But, but I've
0: played live for 72 hours once. Yeah. It's, I know that story. That's pretty crazy. Then you, you, you were like had a blanket. You're like sleeping and taking naps almost. Or are you? Oh, that it? one was like,
1: that one was 30, 36 hours. Uh, I did that a few times. This one, no blanket. I, I had a lot of coffee and I guess a lot of
0: adrenaline too. And that 36 hour session or 72 hours because Phil Locke set the record at the time. I think it was a Guinness record and I, I was there actually for part of it. I came by and saw him. It was pretty incredible. You know, he played for like 110 or 20 hours i forget so that's crazy i don't don't know how he fucking did that no coffee, no stimulants and no uh i don't know how the fuck he did that drugs no nothing no no he had to get tested and all that um what 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 was your experience 72 though like i think i've done 36 roughly 30 something i've done the the all-nighter and played and it's crazy like afterward just feel like the body's gonna fall apart and it's not ideal what was it like 72 hours i mean that's all that's like borderline dangerous too right i mean that's like that's not that's pretty intense how how did you get through that and how did you feel after um
1: i uh uh i I, coffee was how i got through it that's that's how i felt kind of like a zombie but not that sleepy exactly somehow i guess because I, i got the second or third kick or whatever it's called uh yeah i don't know how to describe it other than like like I was, wasn't, I was awake, but like something was wrong. Let's put it that way. Um,
0: and did you win it the winning session? And, and did you say to yourself, I'll never do that again, or it was worth it? Like looking back, would you have done it again? Considering
1: I probably was- would do it again. Uh, it, it was worth it in theory, in theoretical money, but I did not win. But I made money uh, eventually, and that's what matters. Right. Okay. Sort of, something like that.
0: Yeah, that's that's profound. I like that. I guess I, I see what you're saying. It was an investment in opportunity, investment in, in potential, and it did did have a theoretical value. It's tough, though. It's, it's tough to probably, in that moment, to play that long and not win, right? It's a little bit like, wow, what's going on here? And you just kind of, how long did you sleep? Do you remember? Did you sleep for like a full day or 15 hours? Like, did you just, that must have been a good sleep. Uh, I think I, I, I must have slept more than 12, I guess, but I don't remember how much. And where was that? That was in Macau or where? Manila. Manila. What was, uh, when's the last time you've been in Macau and played a cash game there? Uh, I've been in Macau. uh, This year, not last year. No,
1: it's been like, it must've been sometime last year or something or yeah. Or the year before it's been a long time.
0: Um that is okay so but the games are not the macau scene it's not quite what it was like, what the heyday how long were you what's the longest time stretch you've spent in macau were you there for six months three months a year how long were you ever there for the longest
1: well you long can time? only stay for i think a month or something as an american but uh maybe i've been in that area for a few months or something
0: and last question here jungle can you say something about your last blog post medium What's that? Oh. The blog post. Anything that you want to just kind of give an overview on what that it's about and, and- oh.
1: Yeah. Well, that's about... Um, uh, it's about uh, that in order to solve many problems and to like find leaks, it helps to change your perspective in many ways. Um, and you can have multiple different problems and different levels, in fact, which I forgot to go into and, you know, like it just end up being really long. Uh, but basically that, yeah, to, to figure out how to play better, it really helps to change perspectives. Um, and usually that's worth a lot more than focusing very much on your own perspective or uh, like zeroing in on like one specific hand, if that makes sense. Um, and like one example would be, Like if I look into all the individual individual little hands, at least from my own perspective, uh, for that, my own perspective of playing poker, I can like critique ones a little bit and make little adjustments here and there. But with all, almost all my mistakes, they kind of had a common denominator in that I should uh, slow down and make my decisions a little bit more slowly. I think like from, in that sense, you can look at what did all these mistakes have in common, um, if anything, uh, rather than like fixing all the little technicalities, for example, like that would be one example of changing perspectives or like get someone else's point of view would be a really easy one, mm-hmm. that kind of thing.
0: And let me ask you, like the, what's the most tables you've ever played at a time, uh, six max full ring, whatever, like on a Sunday, either tournaments or cash games, like back in your heyday, what was the most you've ever had active real money tables running at one time in any format?
1: Um, I, uh, would say, uh,
0: maybe like eight, something like that. Oh, really? Maybe so 10. You're not like a 20. Really? You never try. No. Cause a lot of no. wear heads up or shorthanded probably too. Right. So it's, uh, it's even trickier. What? Or tournaments. Do you have any tricks to multi-tabling? Like any little, um, shortcuts or, or co- like organizational things, like the most important in this spot and moving to different stages of the tournament or late registering. Do you have no. any- no, no, you just kind of do it. Like, I feel like I'm always looking to, to optimize this. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm not great on doing this in terms of the right time to register versus having too many tables or, you know, color coordinating them or any of that, like in the money, close to the money. Do you do anything like that or no?
1: Uh, no, not re- well, I mean, I, I organize them a little bit by stakes and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, all right. Well, this is uh can we expect more of these blog posts? Are we going to get more? Cause we're going to, we're going to ride off in the sunset here. And I think we have covered a lot. We got exciting news about the, the Galfan challenge going to be on my Twitch channel very soon. You'll see jungle on there streaming with his own overlay coming up. Um, and I think, I think we've covered, a ton. If there's any closing statements you want to make, let me know. And let me know about the blog, anything coming up. Do you have a scheduled blog? Is it like once a week, wherever you feel like, where can they go find it?
1: Uh, I'll, uh, I'll try to go for once a week, but we'll see how that goes. Um, my last words will be that, uh, Mr. Falcons reign of duplicity and, and soaring high in the sky is coming to an end real soon. any, he, he's not going to be ready for what i'm going to do to him due to him wow his wings will be clipped
0: the wings are clipped and he is uh this uh it's been declared there is going to be action there how long do you think this will take for you guys to finish because you know bill perkins and and him have one going on right now so they're kind of playing you know one table or just bracket. are you guys gonna do like two tables Do you think it'll go relatively quick or is it just going to be like you're gonna you guys like you said you're both very busy so you got, even though it's quarantine time, he runs, run at once you've got, you're playing other games and doing different things. So do you think this is something that could be done in a week, in a month or a couple of weeks? What's your estimated timeline on the challenge?
1: Uh, maybe a week or a couple of weeks or something. We'll see. Depends on how much pain he can handle.
0: Whoa jungle man i love i love the declarations here we're gonna to get to replay this hopefully you know i, I like both of you a lot you've both been on the podcast and i always wish you both well but it'll i hope it's a, I hope it's a intense and exciting you know uh, grind a battle i hope you guys both get a lot of enjoyment and, and sweat out of it so let's go let's close it out here i'm gonna do a tweet 55 dollars courtesy of party poker we're gonna let jungle the man the myth roll it tell me when and someone's gonna get a ticket hopefully spur them on a a roller coaster of a of an upswing to to end and enjoy on a journey on from a ticket. It can all start from a fifty dollars. I think a lot of us started online with a relatively low bankroll. So jungle, let you put that that control that energy into someone. You tell me when to roll it, and we're gonna roll a fifty five dollar ticket. All right, roll it. Roll it has been called, and we have a um, Pablo Emanuel from the jungle. Look at this guy; he looks ready to rock. He's oh, he's got some GG support going on there, but where we've learned that we've learned that they have a, they're taking a high take jungle. That's i I'm going to have to get to the bottom of that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta tell me when you find out the exact thing. I just don't, I, that what you told me blew my mind. So I'm, I'm actually going to have to do a little research, but that just seems crazy. Like if you're saying it's like 20 to 30 times, 15 to 20 times higher potentially than some other sites. I'm
1: pretty sure. Yeah. Um, they do have some rake back. Uh, they have quite a big amount of rake back though. Uh, I would say, but uh, yeah, they rake a lot more than I thought.
0: Okay. Well, I am about to stream later today, jungle. I am going to, it was a pleasure to catch up, man. Always a treat. Thank you so much. I wish you luck on your adventure and the uh, challenge. And of course it's great that you're going to be streaming on my Twitch channel. That's going to be cool. And, and uh, we'll get that set up and, and organized. So I appreciate it very much. Always appreciate your time. Good luck with everything. And uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. And hopefully when things get back to normal, you know, next year or whenever we, uh, we get to link up and, and uh, collaborate on some stuff. I know we got some projects where we're discussing. So hopefully uh, sure. keep moving forward. And, and and always a pleasure, man. Appreciate you very much. Mm-hmm all right guys that is jungle man dan give him a follow on twitter instagram his website of a blog he has going and you can also check out his henna mob if you want to look at his his uh tournament results but really he is known for potentially if not the best one of the best cash game online players of all time so again just a treat we appreciate it and we'll see you soon Cheers. okay all right thanks for having me on of course, bro. Anytime. We'll do another one. That was number two. There is a, there is an original podcast with Jungleman. You guys can go back and scroll through. It's on all the podcast outlets. This one will be on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, all the outlets as well in the next few days, as well as live on YouTube. We just did. And you can see the recording video on the podcast channel. So thanks again, Jungle. We'll talk soon, bro. Cheers. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker, Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.